Hello, greetings. I'm excited to have you once again on Aviators with a Difference podcast. Once again, we are here to learn from one another and to learn something new from God. It's so amazing that we have an opportunity every now and then to be able to share. I'll briefly start with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this privilege, for this opportunity that we have to learn of you and to be guided, to be told, to be groomed, to be brought up to your standard. We are excited to know you. Thank you for this relationship that you have given unto us. We do not take it for granted. And once again, our hearts, our spirits, they are ready to receive from you, from you your word with meekness, gladness, and joy, bringing forth results a hundredfold in our lives and everything that concerns us, even in the people that we meet day after day. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Once again, I'm very glad. We are going to have a series of these two. This is more about addiction. Okay, we're going to be learning more about addiction. And the major of this is having power, power over addiction. Actually, power over bad addiction. Because, you know, there is good addiction and then there is bad addiction. But whichever it is, you must have control over it. Okay, because if you look in the dictionary what addiction means, it means uh, being addicted or or the devotion, the inclination to something, to this specific. In terms of medicine, it is a state that is characterized by compulsive drug use or compulsive engagement in regarding behavior despite negative consequences. Now mark that despite negative consequences. It's also a habit of practice that damages, jeopardizes, or shortens one's life. But when seized, causes trauma. Okay? Then another one. A pathological relationship to mood-altering experience that has life-damaging consequences. Okay? So those are some of the definitions we have from the dictionary to do with addiction but then what we must know is it has negative consequences okay and as we go on we're going to learn something about the white lies you know these are things that lure us into addiction into bondage knowing go unknowingly okay but we say something devotion and then inclination okay i have and we are going to look at that too when we see the good addiction and then the bad addiction. Because someone could be like, I'm addicted, but it's something good. It has no harm, you know. But I'll let you know why the good and bad addiction at the same time are never good. You're not supposed to be a slave to anything except Christ, except God. You can be addicted. You can be a slave to God. That's fine. Because there is life, an ending life. It's not like any other addiction where that you end in the negative consequences, where you end into trauma, where you end into damaging consequences. No. So I'm very, very excited that we have 
once again such a glorious, glorious opportunity to learn and to be able to exercise what is on the inside of us. Because whatever we're going to share, it's something that we have on the inside that we have not maybe learned about or we have learned about it but then we have not been in position to act in the line, to put to action what we know about this specific information because knowledge that is passive is just like ignorance it's not any different from ignorance so watch out it's going to be very amazing for us very very important so just keep it in let's learn about the power that we have on the inside that we can use to overcome any addiction good or bad addiction power over bad addiction i'm excited once again remember it's adventures with a difference with you with me elijah and i'm happy to have you on in the background is the song how excellent is your name by the love world singers and the lead singer apparently is pastor saki it's amazing i'm very very glad once again Thank you so much. Be ready to connect in for the next bit that we are going to learn about addiction, going deeper, bad addiction, and good addiction. How much can we put? How best can we be actually practicability of us overcoming any form of addiction? And trust me, you will be glad that you connected in. I love you. God bless you. Next soon. Once again, you're very, very most welcome to Aviators with a Difference with me, Elijah. We're looking at the power over addiction, good and bad addiction. Now, why am I bringing this up? I, the first episode, the intro, I told you about the, the bad and good addiction. Okay, and why, why is it a good addiction coming to someone be like that? You know, I'm doing something good. I'm addicted, but it's something good. It's not harmful. Because we found out that an addiction is something that has negative consequences or that has damaging consequences, whatever it is. Okay. But someone would be like, but I'm not in any way being damaged. Okay. And like I said, we're going to talk about the white lies. Some things that tend to be. Um, fine but actually they aren't they start like it's sweet you know it's like honey it's tasty but as it goes down down to the belly it's sour it gets bitter it's something that will kill that's what an addiction is so why good addiction again anything this is why good addiction is not good especially if it's not about God. In other words, the only thing that should occupy, that should you should be addicted to, it has to be God. 
because if you addicted to any other thing the high chances except god the high chances that the devil is going to lure you is going to sway you from whatever that good addiction has been again the lord saying the, the scriptures show us that he's a jealous god you know elkana he is a jealous god he he doesn't entertain idolatry now anything that takes the position of god in your life it's an idol it doesn't matter that it is good or bad because we know that idolatry is much more to do with the bad with evil with witchcraft but actually anything that takes the position of god it has generally become an idol in the person's life okay so it's an addiction yes it's good but it's taking the place of god you know and it's much to do with worship because whatever you're addicted to it's going to be your daily confession it's going to be something you pay maximum attention to and actually remember worship worship is whatever okay the attention we give to god the attention we give to anything that's why when we pay attention to things we love they become idols to god because our worship is demonstrated it's towards whatever we are seeking and we've lost out on god and that's why he comes the bible says he's elkanah in other words he's a jealous god he doesn't want any other god in front of you and i okay so good addiction name it it could be swimming it could be playing soccer it could be watching tv could be watching movies you know it, it might be fun like you're really fine with it it doesn't affect you it could even be your business you're good at abcd it's very good helping people it can be even service for people it can be reaching out it can be winning souls you are addicted that's fine of course it's god's purpose that's why the holy spirit is here with us to win to reach out to souls to win them for god but you know if your heart tilts from the purpose of god and that's worship even the souls will not count even the miracles won't count that's what the scriptures say men will say we hey lord we did a b c d in your name of course they heal the sick of course they want souls but ask yourself why didn't they make it that he says i don't know you it comes to the place of worship it comes to the place of where is your heart the bible shows that the heart is where the treasure is so where is your treasure yes there are souls god loves souls but he loves that relationship actually how will you win souls if you aren't in sync with god but whatever it is whether winning people whether blessing people being generous being uh, diligent at your workplace being diligent in your business in your family with your spouse with your kids it's very good it's very good but then it should never that addiction to be addicted to get to a point where you're addicted that's the problem it 
turns out to be negative in the end of it all. And I've told you why. Because your worship is going to swing in that direction. Your attention is going to swing away from God. And that's not something you want. That's why good addiction is not good. Again, I say that. Good addiction is not good. Someone will say it's good because it has no negative consequences. But it's only a matter of time. That that's your family. That's your car. That's your business. That's your whatever your focus is on. The Lord, the, the devil will attack. Not even the Lord. Okay. And when the devil attacks whatever it is, your heart will be mashed, will be squeezed, and you'll become a slave to it. Actually, that's the whole bit about addiction. We become slaves. A person who is addicted becomes a slave to that which he or she is addicted to. And trust me, it's not, it's not a good place. And that's why we come in with the white lies. You know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's good to... To, to take some little ABC. It's good to just take cafe. It's good to, you know, the uh, the marijuana, what, whichever, cannabis, it's okay. This alcohol, is it, it's okay. Actually, as long as you're not taking too much, it's fine. Okay. As long as you're not really having sex you, with, with anyone, and this is a person you love, and they love you back, it's okay. They are white lights. You know, it feels it's fine as long as you aren't. You know, as long as you t you spend time to pray when you wake up and time when you're going to sleep. You don't have to be in church every day. Even God understands that sometimes you're busy. You don't have to be there every day. They are white lights. You don't have to read your Bible every day. Sometimes you're tired, it's understandable. Sometimes you don't have to pray. Soon enough, soon enough, that white lie is actually just sweeping like at the, at the lips, it's testy. It feels fine, it's okay, it's okay. But at some point, it's going to be crashing. You will become a slave. You will no longer be doing the things you had to do. That relationship that is coercive, that the relationship that is not yielding anything in line with God, it's at some point you're going to become addictive, very addictive, and you know you will be a slave to it. You lose your freedom. That music, those movies, the soccer. Until you can no longer hold yourself, if it's a game, you cannot be before the Lord. I don't know if you've had an experience, you know, because you have to, um, you have to, to watch this specific game. And because you have to watch a specific game, you quit prayer and you're like, hey man, I have to go and watch the game. So you put God on a hold to go and watch soccer. But at the start, it was just playing, you're just enjoying yourself, just working out i'm just just exercising you know I'm, I'm just relaxing like i said as long as something has not become an addiction it's far better now in line with good addiction we're talking about good addiction it's good to rest it's good to to work out 
But the moment it becomes, you become a slave to the body, to the senses. That's addiction. That without it, you can't do, you can't do anything. It's not right, and it's not advisable. I'm talking about good addiction. Now, remember, the whole topic is power over addiction. So our focus right now has been on the good addiction. It's very fine to work out something that is good, but the moment you become a slave to it, no, it's not empowering. No. We look at the bad addictions shortly. Thank you so much. most welcome once again on Avitas with a Difference. We are in a very amazing state. We are learning about addiction, the power over addiction. And it's a series of its own. In the past episode that we had, we learned about uh, the good addiction. And why is it even bad? Okay. So, apparently, we are going to focus on the bad addiction, which most noise. Yes, that addiction is addicted to ABCD, which we term addiction. But like I, we saw in the past episode, we learned that even good addiction is not good. And why? Because anything that will enslave you, anything that will take your freedom away that without it you can be is not good so we are learning on how to exercise power dominion over anything again remember from the scriptures the lord shows us that we have temperance we have self-control a man who can master his emotions is the strongest man that can ever be a man that can master his emotions is the strongest man. Okay. And that one who has no restrainment, like who cannot restrain himself, is like that city, you know, that has no walls, that has no security. You shouldn't be like that. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Again, we talked about the white lies earlier, and we learned that the white lies, they are that you you know at the start they seem okay and actually why are they white lies because it's a system it's a saying that is coming from the world remember what jesus said he said you're in the world but not of the world the world here has its own okay and if you are of the world they would have listened of you these are scriptures jesus speaks you know, Paul speaks the apostle. You know, different 
you know, it just so shows us like there's a place from where we come from. Now this is important to us because uh, one person could get offended. How do you say we are, you know, you Christians are better than us, or you know we have the same blood and all this? But it's not about boasting over the other, but it's the reality. It's where we come from, and the only way to to partake of this same grace is by you accepting salvation, accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's going to be so important for you, so important for you. Again, we are looking at addiction, bad addiction, bad addiction. We looked at good addiction a while ago. So I'll just digress in the mind and I'll go straight to the bad addiction. You know, again, I've I've been talking about the white lies and these are things that you know they come through with some information that we get along the way in our walk in our daily walk it comes continuously and let me be, let me give an analogy maybe to make it clear this is a person who is always taking out time to bow their knees to praise studying the word reaching out witnessing now because of the 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 environment that he this person actually is in you know they keep especially friends people who are around not even friends but those that he is spending most of his time with you know they'll start having you know rapports they talk to him about this about that so along the lines they're like you know but why do you do this all the time you know, before it was a passion that he had, but because of the people he is moving with continuously, the, you know, the five people, you, a person is an average of the five people he or she spends with most of the time. So these people that he spends most of his time with, whether via, 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 virtually or uh, physically, they'll start affecting his life. And it will show, it will show, okay, it's not something to hide, it will show, because except he is doing this, like he is affecting them, or they are affecting him. It's not any way, it's either him affecting them, or them affecting him. Now, imagine this person, he's been burning for Christ, he's on, on fire, you know, it reaches out, but because of the friends, you know, we go out swimming, hey, we we take out some time to, it doesn't have to be a bad thing that that tells you, and every time you're taking out time to pray, why don't, why not spend some little time to relax, it's okay to relax, it's not always good, you know, it's okay, we, we are also Christians, we don't always go out for fellowship and church and church and church, you know, What's that we do? We also Christians. Are you being too spiritual? Um, you know, you're always talking about God, God, God. And because of that environment that this person would be in, they are affected. They may not know, but those seeds start dropping, you know, words are seeds. They drop into the spirit of man. You know, Jesus said, my word is seed. 
and the fertile ground or the, the land is the heart of man. So every word that we receive, it's a seed, whether good or bad. So they come to the heart. Okay, the person may not give attention to them for a start because he knows what he wants, you know, and it's okay. He's still doing what he has to do. But given the conducive, the perfect, um, the perfect timing, the perfect environment, those seeds are going to grow into crops. They're going to grow I mean, into and have bare fruit. What I mean, so this person has been going to church. For example, there are challenges that hit around. And this time around, people who have been telling him, you know, your eyes are into church and all this, they'll advise him. What about you try this? What about you do this? And soon enough, the person is going to drift. Or even without that, because of the pain, they sit back and as they reminisce, they, they are pondering on the, whatever could be happening at the time. Those words, those seeds, they are going to start growing into something. Because of the perfect environment, maybe it's, it's, it's important for me to go out and have fun. Go out and do something. doesn't have to be, you know. But it's, it starts as something tasty, something good. And so when you go out, it's nice, it's enjoyable, and you're happy about it. This person is happy about it, I mean. And he feels, I think I'll have it every weekend, probably. And, you know, with time, it's going to affect them. They may not know. I call it a fire life. It will suddenly affect their lives. And they know not. They know not. Okay, and very soon they'll be living in that direction. Again, we're looking at addictions. It may not be something that you wanted to come up with. Maybe it was from an outside force. It was forced into you. It was a habit, you know. It was something you didn't want. But now it's become your master. You're a slave to it. You can't do away without it. You know, I'm talking about any addiction, not just the good, but now specifically the bad addiction. So very soon that heart that loved God, that heart that reached out, is going to grow cold. No wonder in Revelation Jesus talks to you. The seven churches, and one of them is says, You're neither hot nor cold. At least if you are cold, I would know where you are. I'll pick you out, I'll spit you out. Okay, now the, those are different churches that the Lord was communicating to. You're not the one, definitely, but their scriptures can apply to us at any time. And just look back in your life and see that you change about certain things because they are. On point. They are on point. You know, I'm talking about the white lies. And they usually affect not just Christians, even people that don't don't take God. Okay, that have no relationship with Christ. They they understand uh, yes, they understand God is there, but they have no relationship with it. They're called white lies. This is music. Maybe someone, it's a rap song, it's rap music. 
any kind of music. It could be hip hop, it could be a ballad, it could be whatever genre it is. It could be a love song, it could be country, whichever kind. The first it tastes sweet. And then you like it. But whatever is coming through from that vessel, remember it's a medium that something is being passed over to you. It could be a movie. You know, but something is being passed over to you. It's going to affect your life. At the start, it's tasty. Very tasty. It could take a month. It could take days. But the rate at which today it's happening, it's really, really very fast. In a week, if you're consistent with that information, it's going to definitely affect you. Again, like I said at the start, it starts with information and it's a white lie. It's fine to, to have a girlfriend and have sex as long as these are people you love. You love them, they love you back, you're not cheating on them. It's good to have sex as long as it's protected. You know, and it sounds fine. We aren't cheating. We love God. Okay. You know, our parents are aware about us. It sounds fun. It sounds fun. But soon enough, become a slave to that specific habit. And without it, a person is abnormal. I mean, they are traumatized. They feel, I can't do without it. Before it was fine, but because of the prolonged time that lengthened time with it it's part of them and they feel they can't do out with it that's called a white lie resulting into a bad addiction very bad very bad but you know the beauty about what God has made us as man he said let's create man in our own image in our likeness, create he, I mean, create this man in our likeness, functioning like us, looking like us. There shouldn't be anything, there shouldn't be anything that you're enslaved to, except God, except God. Now, if there's any form of addiction in your life, this is as simple as saying enough of this. Just like that. It's nothing. No, I'm, I'm done with this. There's power in words. Why did you say, let's create one like us? Because God, whatever he speaks, comes to being. Now, when you speak, when you voice this, you're causing your whole body, your soul, your spirit to, have, to conform to the words you're releasing. It doesn't matter the addiction. You just be like, no, I'm done with this. Now, this is not just about Christian. No, no. Even if you aren't a Christian, if you say no, trust me, there is something that works on the inside of you because we have the gene of God. Now, I'll I'll be digress onto Lucifer. Lucifer, the anointed cherubim. You know, he is anointed, but because he has corrupted this anointing, 
He cannot do things that are of God. However, that anointing still works. But the results are not of God. In other words, even when man fell in the garden, according to the scripture, he still had the thought of God. Why does man think about sitting to make seats? To make, you know, to make certain things. It's because there's something on the inside of him. Why does he try to reach out to something divine? Because he was made to reach out, to be in fellowship. So all these things that we see, they have, they have a standing. And whether Christian or non-Christian, they are inside us. Now, it would be very important for one to, to, to come to life when they receive salvation, the gift of salvation. That's when they are born anew. Otherwise, they are in bondage. The bondage of Adam and Eve. That's where they stem from, that their root. And that family, whoever hails from there, is cast. Is cast, according to the scripture. Now, so, you are, whatever you have, whatever challenge it is, you just have to say no. Now, like I said, whether Christian or non-Christian, that can be that can happen. But there's a gain power. There's a gain power that is divine. At times the addictions, again, because we are looking at the power of addiction, there is a power behind addiction. There is a spirit that our eyes, the optical eyes, cannot perceive. It cannot perceive. But that the eyes are there. I mean, the, the spirit, in the spirit, it is there. There is something that pushes Christian or non-Christian. Now, for a Christian, it could be thoughts that keep bombarding one's mind. Bombarding one's mind. Due to the different things I've had interaction with through the day or through their growing years. So, it comes as a desire. You know, and they find themselves going actually with addiction. In the start, it's nice, and then at the end of it, it's something that we hate and we cannot do away with. But again, it ends to I don't want it, I want to get done with it, but I find myself doing what I don't want. That's an addiction, that's slavery. And that's not what God has given us. He's given us freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. And that's the freedom that the devil looks at and he wants to take. You know. So, there is a spirit that is pushing this addiction. That continuously presses it onto someone. You know, someone will be like, no, you know, it's because I've practiced this over and over. No, my brother, my dear, my sister, it's not something that is just your mind. That practice makes perfect. No, there's something beyond the realm that we see. Just like you ca we cannot observe the air we breathe with our optical eyes, there's a spiritual world which is very real more than the physical that we see and everything that we see in the physical has a start has a source and that source is the spirit so there is a 
there is an evil spirit that is pushing this habit onto you. To a, to a point that, you know, I think that's me. It, it happens. Um, I, have, I have challenges with addictions. You know, maybe I can't control my temper and I'm addicted to that. No, 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 no. It shouldn't be you. And that's why we're learning the power over addiction, good or bad. Again, I say something in the good addiction. It's sooner the devil will take over. Because anything that exalted itself above the knowledge of God is idolatry. And definitely the devil will assume that position. Will take over that position. Is it a goal? Is it a dream? That's where your heart is. The devil will take over. If it's not about God, if it's not driven by God, he will take over. And you're definitely addicted. You become a slave to it. And you're going to do whatever it takes to achieve it. Even if it means doing, you know, going against yourself, your body, your your traditions, your your virtues, your moral your morals, you know. That is it. That is it with you know addiction. Whether good or bad. But in specific, the bad addiction, because this is what we're talking about. And we're going to look much more in line with the spirituality of addiction. Because before we, we, we think about conquering any kind of addiction, especially the bad, because for the good, um, once you notice that it's something you're getting addicted to, even if it was good, by the Spirit of God, you're going to change your states. The Lord will guide you of it. Okay? But now, to a bad addiction, maybe that's where you are. You're now enslaved. Actually, even with a good addiction, almost you're getting enslaved. But it's not good. The God has given us freedom and He wouldn't want us to lose it to anything. Anything. He calls us friends. He calls us one in fear. We are divine partakers. He loves a relationship and not a servanthood. No, we are his friends. He works in us. So, look out. Look out. We're going to look at the spirituality of addiction. And after looking at the spirituality of addiction, we will be able to get solution. We'll be able to know the power. Because when you know the power behind addiction, then you'll understand the power that you have to use against the addiction. And that's where we hail from. Power over addiction, whether good or bad. So look out for the next episode as we look at the power behind bad addiction and good addiction. I'm glad to have you. Aviators with a difference. God bless you. Wow, 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 wow. Once again, I'm glad to have you on our episode about addiction. And that's power over addiction, good and bad addiction. Now, um, in the past episodes, we learned about the good addiction. We learned about 
the bad addiction and while summarizing the bad addiction we we get to a point and we were looking at power that is behind actually um, addiction what's the power behind the addiction okay we have to learn we have to know that there is a source for everything for everything in this world every physical thing that we see it has a source it has a mother and the mother of every physical thing is the spirit world the spirit realm the spirit realm is so real to us i mean it's so real even if we know not about it actually the spirit controls the physical so there is a power that is behind any addiction again uh, we looked at why good addiction is not good and then we went to the bad addiction okay and there is something we talked about white lies those that seem it's fine it's fine it's fine but at the end of it you know you you had a statement such as uh, follow your heart do what your heart willeth but then the scripture says the heart is deceitful above all things that's why the scriptures say so the heart is deceitful except you have been told you've learned of the word of god the word has so much dealt inundated your spirit that you're able to discern the good the acceptable and the perfect will of god those are three stages and except you've reached that stage trust me it's it's it's, it's going to be very disadvantageous it's going to be challenging in one way or another very challenging so you're told do what your heart says follow your heart now if you have not discerned to follow the guidance of the spirit of god through the word you know through fellowship with him you're going to just yeah my heart feels it's fine to go ahead with it trust me you're going to knock and that white lie will turn out into an addiction and you'll not like it because you're going to become a slave you can't do away with that specific thing okay so um that's the digression of that which we've covered in the past episodes so the power behind addiction again uh, allow allow us have a recap of what addiction is and uh, why really we are even talking about it in the first place it's a state of being addicted the devotion inclination to something you're devoted you're, incl you're inclined to something it's a habit it's a practice that damages that jeopardizes or shortens one's life look at that it shortens one's life but when seized causes trauma but it is shortening one's life unknowingly and that's it addictions addictions they are there to shorten the life 
they're there to shorten your life. And as long as it's an addiction, whether it's good or bad, the moment you become a slave to it, especially that's to the good, of course, by the time it turns out to become an addiction, it's because you become a slave to it. Okay, and the power behind this, like I said, there is a spirit that is rushing to assume, to assume this position that you are holding. So this treasure, it could be a dream house. It could be, you know, the family. The moment the devil takes that place, I mean, because this, in the beginning, it was something a person loved. But at the end of the day, it becomes an idol. It takes all his attention. It takes all his focus. And the focus is lost from God. And the moment the devil realizes that, he's going to take that place. To receive the worship. Because all he wants is worship. And in the end of the day, you know, a person is going to become a slave to it. Every challenge, you know, about that specific treasure, the heart is running there. Now, again, look at the in this specific um, podcast, we look at uh, the spirituality behind addiction. And so, the addiction has to be that I would say is important, or we should all have, is the addiction to love God. To relate with God, the fellowship with God, to be without, without reading, studying the word, without prayer, you know, without listening, without fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you know, that's an addiction that everyone must have, that everyone should have, that everyone should practice, because addictions again, all habits, they don't just happen. It's something that is continuously done day after day and it turns out this bad uh, bad action that is being done it's done over and over again it becomes a habit and later it turns out to be one's character it's a devotion it's it's, it's an addiction it's an inclination it's something that can't be done without even if it has damaging consequences even if someone realizes it's shortening their life they can no longer do away with it so the spirituality of all this, there is a spirit, an evil spirit, that is responsible for that, to take the worship that belongs to God, to take the, the position of God. That's for the good addiction. And then for the bad one, actually there is no addiction that is good, maybe to be precise. There is no addiction that is good, because you have become an you've, you've been enslaved by by this addiction but why i call it a good addiction it's because it started with the right motive but along the way it loses the direction and becomes a good addiction it was good but now it is running your life you can't do away with it okay so the whole idea there is a power that you know pulls a person you they find one finds himself or herself doing what they wouldn't want to do but at the start it was fine 
it was an exercise it was just getting high a little just being just fitting in the group and now it turns out to be without it no i can't do out with it they have become a slave a slave a slave that's what addictions do and the only thing that would cause enslavement is the devil the scriptures show that in god there is no shadow of turning and in him there is no darkness okay so there is no he's going to enslave you again he says you are my friend he's no longer calling us servant he calls us children he calls us sons he calls us his children okay that's what he calls us so there is no enslavement in him and he doesn't participate in the enslavement at all so as long as something becomes an addiction is something we are enslaved to god doesn't want anything to take his place we talked about him being our kana he's a jealous god and the spirit behind addiction is the devil is an evil spirit that is really driving people crazy so we are going to know to depth how to take steps against addiction any form of addiction any form of addiction because we have the ability we have the power It's something that is on the inside. You know someone will say, "Okay, I know it's bad. It's bad that I just find myself doing it." You know, I don't know. I have tried out. I've gone to rehabilitation centers. I've gone for counseling. I have uh, done everything. Maybe I've prayed, I've fasted. I have uh, done everything that they tell me to do, but there is no change. You know why? It's a spirit. It's an evil spirit. It's the devil that is after your life. That is after your soul. Yes, the Lord has sent to his son saved our spirits. But he's after that soul. You know, it's our responsibility to 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 renew our mind through the word of God. And the mind is the seat actually it the soul is the seat of the mind that's where the mind is found the emotions so it's up to us to renew our mind to 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 download to delete some files and upload more files that's the renewing of the mind with the word of god so the devil is aware okay and he's after that soul of course the spirit and the soul are right in the are right in the body okay in the case this physical body so he's going to bring that pressure he's going to bring thoughts throw to to a person thoughts you know if you ask them they'll be like i don't know just something comes over me and the person who will say that that's a person that has not received salvation because as a christian when a christian battles with any addiction they will tell you i don't like it yes and i just it just gets so heavy in my you know it comes by thoughts always addiction always 
the addiction, the arousal, the the ages, they come from from thoughts. Why? Because the devil is far off. He cannot possess a Christian because there is a new Lord, there is a new master in that body, there's a new master in that spirit. But from afar, he's going to be sending thoughts. He's going to create around events that will be stirring that addiction, that that vice that has been in a person before they received salvation. Probably it's with sexual morality. Probably it's with uh, with liquor, drunkardness. Probably it's with anger. Whatever it is, thoughts, you know, things will come around that stir up that habit, that stir up that negativism. You know, it's the devil. That's simple. That's the power. It's an evil power behind that pushes. Now, to a person that is not Christian, it's something that just takes over them because um, there is no person in that house. So an evil spirit will just bombard the person. The scriptures show that he's a thief. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. He will not ask, just like the scriptures show that the Lord, Jesus, is at the door of your heart and knocking. And when you open, he comes and dines with you. You know, gives you life. The devil came to steal, kill him. He won't knock at the door. He'll just break in. And so a person that has no God inside, they're 100% prone to the devil, to be used of the devil. The devil will easily break in and affect them and make their lives miserable, make their lives without sense. That's very, that's very true. Okay, so we have looked at this power that is behind the addiction. Of course, anyone that you reach out to, I just don't know, this thing hits me and I can't hold on. I just find myself, I can't do away with it. I have to take some bit of liquor. I have to take some bit of, you know, perhaps cocaine. I have to, to just see it a little. I just have to follow a little uh, you know, and it becomes something that they, you know, they're enslaved to every day. It's part of them. It's their habit. And definitely, like we learned, the damaging consequences, it's shortening their life, but they can't dwell with it. They are imprisoned to it. And that's the work of the devil. He doesn't seem, see fit for anyone to be free. That's it. It could be music, true, whatever. He just sees that without, um, without this specific thing, this person has to, you know, they have to to go through this. They just want the enemy just wants to take away the freedom. He's no friend with nobody. It doesn't matter that you've been enjoying whatever you're doing. Very soon, if you continuously do it, if you continuously yield to the devil, hey man, it's going to crush you. He will crush you. He has no friend. He has no brother. He has no sibling in that. He doesn't love you. He doesn't love anyone. It doesn't matter that you've done for him enormous things. He, he has no friendship. He will crush you. That's the devil. Because he came to steal, kill, 
industry. There's nothing like love. That's his contract. Okay, so that's that's the power behind addiction. That's the power behind addiction. It's an evil spirit that runs rampage through the lives of people, that holds bondage of them, that enslaves them, that they can't do our own way. But glory be to God. Glory be to God for the finished works of Christ. And actually in our next uh, segment, that's the next episode, we are going to be learning the power, the authority we have over addiction. So, we have seen the power behind the bad addiction, behind addiction. So now we learn of the power in our next episode that is above this other power, this other addiction, and how we can subdue addiction and the power thereof. So watch out for the next episode. Very, very excited. I love you. Be sure to comment. Feel free. Give us feedback. This is Aviators with a Difference. And today, in our episode of addiction, we are learning from the Spirit of God. And it's me, Elijah. Thank you so much for connecting. And just look out for the next episode. I love you. Once again, thank you so much for following up on the episodes of Power of Addiction. We are in serial how to overcome, you know, addiction of any kind, whether it is good or it's bad. Okay, and. Um, we have looked in the past what good addiction is, what bad addiction is, and we looked at the power behind addictions. Um, so we are looking at now the real bit, the real detail of our whole, actually it's the, the zenith point in this episode, in this whole topic that's addiction the power of addiction so we are looking at that power in in the last episode that's the power behind addiction we saw that the real power that is behind any addiction is the devil there's there's a spirit behind the addiction an evil spirit and that's the devil it doesn't matter what kind of spirit it is. It's a devil. Now, um, 
it could be it's not something that you or like the person listening or anyone love to be in maybe they were introduced they're in initiated this person is initiated it doesn't matter something that you are doing at home um someone introduced it to you at school or at your workplace you know and now it's turned out to be an addiction it doesn't matter what it is it has a spiritual part of it perspective and like i said the spirit gave back to the physical um ignorance of something doesn't negate its existence just because you don't know that the maybe the people that have or have never seen light i mean electricity doesn't mean that those people aren't there actually now them being there and saying uh there's nothing like electricity doesn't stop the fact that people are actually um having electricity all over in other parts of the world so ignorance about the spirit world doesn't remove the fact that it's there and it's the spirit world is more real than the physical than these things that are that we can feel that we can see that we can touch that we can hear with the body they are temporal the things that fade but the spiritual things are internal they are forever so the spirit gave birth to the physical now specifically the power over addiction now you as a christian if you're not a christian now it's important for you the first step is to receive salvation the gift of salvation that is accepting your heart that jesus is the son of god and he was nailed at the cross buried and he resurrected on my behalf he took my place you know you believe in your heart and you make a confession that's it you've received salvation you've received the life of god that's the first the first thing if you have him if you have no relationship with god through his son jesus christ that's important for you i i it's, it's, it's something that cannot be changed it's not something we are going to lie about it has to be just that open of course um someone will tell you but i have other ways i do away with addiction but like i said life is so spiritual and in the realm of the spirit there is either good or bad and that at the end of times at the end of this time at the end of times there will be um, a separation of the good and the bad forever so whichever other way a person could be able to subdue any form of addiction if it's not of god okay well congratulations but it's not long lived why because at some point bad and good will be separated light and darkness will be there will be a visible difference 
and you don't want to be on the dark side of it. No, you wouldn't. Trust me, you wouldn't. So, yes, if you have the power, you have the authority um, to, to overcome it, thank God, thank God. But then, you need to, you, you're going to need to have the relationship with God, regardless. And through his sentence, the Bible says, actually he says, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. He's just loud and clear, clear like there is clarity, there is, it's not an assumption. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So, this is important. That's the first step. Now, if you are a Christian and somehow you find yourself in a habit that's become addictive, you know, and now to anyone who has just received salvation and they still have uh, their addiction, let me give you the good news. The good news is you have the power. You have the ability to stop it. First and foremost, it was defeated on the cross years ago. While Jesus paid the price, he said it is finished. Whatever it is, it was stopped. It was put to a stop. That's what Jesus did for you and me. Now, what do I have to do? Because I'm still having the challenge. The thing is to say no. You just say no. You tell yourself no more smoking, no more liquor, no more uh, getting in, entangled with sin. You just say no. When you say it, there is power that around that that is stirred from your inside. Now it doesn't matter that even after you've said you continuously say it. Things ain't turning out right. You find yourself pulled back. Man, uh, don't lose it. Don't. Probably you've been fasting. Probably you've been praying. Uh, asking God to take this away. Probably you've been doing the wrong thing. Asking him to take it away. Because he did, it, he did everything. Actually, he says, it is finished. The problem isn't uh, that addiction. It's understanding who you are. You say no. Be like, hey, no, enough of that. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say when you resist him, he's going to stay. Okay. And look at this. You could be in a journey, in the process of healing. Today you resist him, he runs, but again, after some time, maybe after some days, that same ad returns. And you're like, man, I thought it's done. Again, I want to do this that I don't want to do. That within me, I feel I can't hold myself back. What's wrong with me? Maybe I'm doomed. No, the issue is here. When you read in the scriptures, you'll see that when the devil tempted Jesus, the Bible shows that when he was defeated, 
he went until an opportune time, until the perfect time, to return and tempt you. To return. And of course, he returned in, uh, with Peter. We see Peter trying to stop Jesus, telling him, hey man, you can't talk negatively that you're going to die. You, if you're reading the scripture, you'll see that Jesus really turned to Peter and said, devil, get behind me for you. You're after the things of the flesh, not about things that result into worship of God. Are you really after the things? Actually, that's how you'll be able to discern the thing that is of God and that's not of God. If the urge is there and it's just about satisfaction, the satisfaction of the flesh, then you need to, to critically look through this. You will, you will need this. You will need it. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. That's the beauty about it. It's just an, an acknowledgement you do from your heart. You say no. And that's it. The power will work for you. The power of God will work for you. We are talking about the power over addiction. Now, this is the actualization of everything that we are talking about. That power, the, the proven steps that we can take to, you know, to, to have, to exercise that dominion in our day-to-day -day life. Over any addiction. Like I said, it, it, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter. The beauty about it is just say no. That's the beauty. Now, yes, you stopped it. After some days, it's returned. Man, it's not the end. Yeah, it's not the end. I mean, it's returned, the Bible shows, in a portion of, a, of, of the scripture. It says that a righteous may fall, you know, many times, but they'll always get up. I'll paraphrase that. But the wicked... When they're struck, they can't get up. It doesn't matter that you're falling every now and then. But just, you keep exercising that. You're resisting the devil. Soon enough, he's going to flee. When he flees, he's going to return. Again, put up a stand against him. Be like, no, I refuse to think this way. Because those thoughts are from the devil. Because you have Christ in you. You have God in you. The devil cannot possess you, so he sends thoughts to you steadily just to see that you lose concentration, that you make the wrong choices. But look here, this is the beauty. You say no. Be like, no, uh, not to that. Every time it shows up, you be like, devil, no. These wrong thoughts, I refuse. The Bible, wow, uh, the scriptures are very amazing. You know, the scriptures say, having the mind of Christ. So you, you're declaring over yourself, I have the mind of Christ. I have the thoughts of God. I think like God. I function like God. So I cannot be addicted to anything. This addiction. No. You're speaking back. I'm talking about an addiction where you're not going to sit back and say these things to yourself silently. The thoughts that are rising, that are hitting you from either side, so you, you get up, you start talking to yourself. You start, if you are by yourself, you can just close yourself up. Okay, close yourself from everything else. 
you can be physical even from within, just close out everything. And then you start speaking to yourself, I cannot be addicted to this. It's not of God. Addiction is not of, of God. I have my freedom from God. Therefore, I cannot be enslaved by anything. I refuse to be enslaved by this. I refuse to be addicted to whatever it is. And trust me, that power will start working in you. Now, there are specific steps that are going to be important. The scriptures show that let your mind be renewed. Actually, renew your mind by, by continuous study of the word. You know, that's in Romans 12, verses 2. So paraphrase. You renew your mind by continuously bombarding yourself with the word of God. In other words, study the word. Spend our time to read the scriptures. We have the Holy Spirit who is our helper. He will help and is the author of the scriptures. Ask him, Holy Spirit, I'm going to study the word. Come, teach me. Teach me, give me understanding. Open my eyes of understanding to know what I'm studying. Spend time in the word. Next, spend time in fellowship. I mean in prayer. That's fellowship. Anyway, this is all fellowship. Spend time in prayer. Take our time to pray. Not just to pray, you know, I'm praying against this addiction. No, but you're spending time, maybe you pray for so-and-so. You pray for the nation. You pray for, uh, for family. You pray for others. You're, you're, you're making your life uh, be a fire that the devil is not able to go by. Is not even able to come close because you're glowing every now and then. You're glowing. You're burning for God. Your life must be a fireplace. So study the word. Prayer. Then when there is opportunity to fellowship with other brethren, to, to, to be with other people, do it. I mean, Christians, those that are going to you know, inspire your faith, those you're going to learn from, those you inspire their faith, you're growing, you're part of the body. These are, these are principles, these are virtues that help us in our Christian work. So the more you spend time with them, your life is burning, you're burning. Even if you were low, the moment you meet up with them, the moment you meet up to pray, the moment you share with them, your life is going to be affected. The Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Actually, is it a Bible? But I am shopping time. In the long run, you're going to be directed in that line. You know, you're going to be as them. You're affected. Don't spend your time with people that are not going to inspire your, your, your spirit. They're not going to inspire faith in you. It doesn't matter. I don't mean don't have friends that are from the other side. But then they shouldn't be that close. No, they shouldn't. Because they will affect you, definitely. Don't be deceived. Wrong, wrong character will affect anything. That's what the scripture says. So, you're studying the word. You're praying. You're fellowshipping with other brethren. You're fellowshipping with other Christians. And lastly, these are pillars. Actually, they are Christian pillars. 
You reach out to others. Witness to others. Tell them about God. You don't, you're not telling them about addictions, no. But the more you reach out, the more you share with them the good news. That's the gospel. You're protecting yourself. Now, part of the armor of God, the armor of, that we have, you know, there's the shoes, the, 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 that's the gospel of peace. What does that mean? As you reach out, you know, as you take the good news, you're, you're fulfilling, you're putting on the shoes. So it's important. It's important to reach out. It's going to be very, not even artistic, but it's going to be instrumental in your life. Study the word. Pray con consistently. Fellowship with others. And then reach out. When I mean reach out, tell others about God. It's going to be important. Very, very important. And again, <clears throat> excuse me about that. And then, um, if 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 you if you see the the power that works in us, all these things that I'm saying, they're there to activate that which is in you, the power, the ability to withstand the devil, to resist him, because he's going to still come. He will push. He will push. He was not going to sit back. That since uh, since uh, you, you you defeated him there in this attempt, that he's now done. No, he's going to continuously pester you. Those thoughts will still come to you. But now, the more you spend time in the Word, the more you spend time in prayer, the more you spend time with others, the more you spend time reaching out to others, the, the more you gain ability to withstand, to say no. And when you say no, the devil will flee. Now, don't be, don't be overtaken or feel remorse when, when you try to, or when you say no and it doesn't turn out to, you know, you're still overpowered. Like I said, the, the falling is there, but you'll always rise up because you're Christian, you're of God. And soon enough, you'll not be brought down by that. So it's important as a Christian. Or even if you're not a Christian, receive salvation. When you receive salvation, start walking in this life. There is power, there is ability. Those things are dead. That's the practicability of the word of God. And thank God because it's finished. This is a victory that we have. And lastly, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. Communicate to him, you know, Holy, dear Holy Spirit, see me through with this. Uh, without you, it's not going to work out for me. Without, without you, this is you know, it's be turning out to be heavy. It's turning out to be a burden. And trust me, the Lord will be a blessing. He hears. He says, 
He asks us to pray because he's ready to answer. He wants to answer. So you don't have to go through anything. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And you're, 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 you're granted to be a success. So, as we finalize um, our episode of uh, Power of Addiction, the practicability of any addiction, you know, the Lord, the ability comes to us. And actually, the more you focus on the points I've given you, the the urge will die out. Now, the thoughts of the devil to, to go ahead with that, they'll be failing. They'll be failing every now and then when they come because you're, you're dying to the, to the world. You're, you're dying, literally. You're dying. Your affections become those of God. You're, you're set on the heart of God. That's the advantage. That's the advantage. So, the practice, someone will be like, you know, we have been told over and over that if I'm suffering an addiction just to stop, um, maybe they told me to stop uh, following any, any information that is uh, maybe stop watching movies, maybe stop looking at this and all that you know yes you could be doing that and probably you're like but still i find myself i'm forced to go for that which i don't want that's where the power is you run back to what i've just told you because that's where you get the ability to stop to say no to say no i won't do that the power is not in the flesh it's not in the body. It's from, it comes from your heart, from your spirit. And you're saying no. Now, if you're not feeding your spirit with the word of God, with prayer, with fellowship, with the Holy Spirit and the word and prayer and other brethren and reaching out, it's going to be very hard for you to instill that. It will be definitely hard. Definitely hard. And you'll find yourself falling back. But now as you act on those points you start you know acting on these things you just move away from them you just walk away you know it's no longer an issue before you wouldn't pass any bottle that that's of liquor maybe you couldn't with withhold on uh, ladies now it just happens that you know you have no problem with them that's the reality that's the truth. But it starts from you spending time, serious time with God, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, studying the Word, praying, reaching out, deliberately. That's something you do deliberately. And over time, it's, you're going to be excited that you were able to do this. It doesn't matter that it was introduced to you, the addiction. Okay, it doesn't matter that you didn't want it and somehow maybe due to the challenges that were there at the time, you found yourself into it or you were guided into it. It doesn't matter. 
it's not that it's, you're not too far away from God no you're not and I'm going to encourage you from right now God is with you in that predicament in that challenge in that addiction he is he has always been there now even if you didn't have an addiction and you're listening in and uh, don't take this lightly Take our time to thank God for where you are and pray for those that are affected. Pray that God will, will, will see them through this journey as they recover, that they're not victims of their body, they're not enslaved of their bodies, that they have the strength to withstand, to resist the devil. That's what you do. Because, yes, you have the ability, but there's someone who doesn't have. Probably you're, after getting this information, you, you, you find someone that has a challenge and they need your help. Who is addicted? And they're asking, you know, that's why they shouldn't be taken lightly. But as long as you've listened to this, if you've been facing any challenge, any addiction, there is power, there is grace that has come to your life. And the Lord is working in you. There is ability. Bondages are breaking. Those strongholds are breaking free, like breaking free from them by the Spirit of God. I have found that the grace of God is working in your life. And you're living a life of, full of freedom. Where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. And you're enjoying, you're exercising liberty in your life. The grace functions in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Remember to comment, give us feedback. Learn with addictions, the power of addictions, what's your experience, have you seen anyone having a challenge with addictions and how best could you help them? It's me Elijah, Aviators with a Difference. I love you. <laughs>